Well, folks, this is another edition of After Dark with Rob and Andrew. I am glad you could join me tonight. There's a lot to talk about. First of all, I want to make certain, as we do every night, that you guys are engaged. And when I say engaged, I want to make certain that you guys are visiting our new rolled out AmericaOutloud.news platform. That's where you can go and read numerous stories, top stories, first-class stories, and you also, also get to read and listen to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, our podcast, all the shows that we've done in the past, all the shows that we're doing now. You do not want to miss this. So I would encourage you to check out AmericaOutloud.news because, man, there's so much to talk about. Now, I know you might have your favorite other websites that you might want to browse and go to, but here on AmericaOutloud.news, you will be entertained and you will get first-class news analysis that you won't get anywhere else. So again, AmericaOutloud.news, go there tonight, bookmark it, and be informed and stay in tune. So what am I going to talk about tonight? There's a lot that transpired last week. We have the Iowa caucuses, which Trump won, hands down. There's no doubt about it. I know a lot of people are trying to come out and say, oh, well, Iowa caucus, it doesn't matter. And we've got to look at the other elections because uh, the other primaries, because that's just, you know, just a shit butt in the pants. Let's just move on. And we hear that quite a bit, especially when the party, the side that wanted to win, didn't win. They try to play it down. Now, Trump probably would have done the same thing had he not won, but he did win. And what's so historic about it, and we talked about this on our previous show, is that the 2020 election was stolen from him. We don't have to go into details. You know how we feel about it. Like I said, go to AmericaOutloud.news and look at our previous stories, and you'll see my position on it. And you'll also hear Andrew's position on it and our other guest. But that election, he didn't win because the Democrats cheated. They colluded with big tech and the media. Fast forward to today, last week. He won Iowa, hands down, after the left, the never-Trumpers, did everything possible to stop him. We have to mention that. January 1st, or January 6th, 2021, once he made the transition of power and, and Joe Biden was anointed, by the regime, the powers to be, to to be the new president. Between then and now, they had the opportunity to bring up charges against Trump, which they didn't do. They waited until Trump decided to say he was going to run, and then they all piled on. If you don't see what's happening, you're in bad shape. If you don't see that our government is being weaponized, our government has been taken over by deep state swampers has been taken over by individuals who do not want to see this America go forward in years to come. And when I say they don't, that includes Democrats and some Republicans who are rhinos, Republicans in name only. They want to see the country fall so that they can come in and say, we're going to rescue it. But in actuality, they're not going to do anything because as long as they have their money, what they want, they're excited. They're happy about it. 
So Iowa counts. It's a huge win. Tomorrow, we have New Hampshire. Let's hope and pray that Trump wins that also. I know that Nikki Haley is coming out saying that she's going to win. She's put a lot of money in New Hampshire, along with a lot of establishment Republicans. She's also asking Democrats, or had asked Democrats, to go and register as independents or Republicans and vote for her. Now listen to what I'm saying. She's asking Democrats to register as independents or Republicans and vote for her. And in New Hampshire, you can do it. And I think that had to have been done by, if you're going to switch parties, I think they had, I'm hearing that they had to have done it by October. But the day of, if you decide to go, you can still vote. It doesn't matter. You can still vote because they have an open primary. And you have Governor Sununu, who's in Nikki's camp, who's rallying her on, who's saying that she's going to win. She can't win. We don't want her. Her path to the White House is by getting Democrats to switch parties and vote for her. But that's it. Because during the general, they'll switch parties and then they'll go back and vote for the Democrats. So her foundation, what she's building her campaign on, is a flimsy, fake foundation that will not stand the test of time. It will not stand the general election. So while she's getting these people to switch parties, and some of them did this in the 2020 election, some of these Democrats actually moved to red states to vote. You see how cunning they are and crafty they are just to win by any means necessary? And who do they want to win? Who do they want to put in office? Joe Biden. Joe Biden, a decrepit old man. And I find it interesting. I've said this on many of our shows. Why isn't the media talking about Joe's mental condition? Why aren't they talking about his cognitive skills? There was a news report out the other day saying that Trump, when he was leaving Iowa, he was holding on to the railing because he thought he might fall. Are you serious? Joe Biden is falling, and they say nothing about it. This man has taken huge stumbles on stage, and they've said nothing. They've just glossed right over and said, oh, well, it was a misstep. Everyone falls. But if Trump, imagine if Trump were to fall at any given point in time, you would have Every commentator out trying to analyze, uh, analyze that, you would, they would go out and get all these doctors who've never treated Trump who would say, oh, there's something wrong with him. There's something wrong with his gait. We saw this, and he needs to be careful. This is a sign of aging. But I'm like, you're saying this about him. Look at Joe Biden. But they don't care because they want to deceive you. And many people will see this and will fall for it. And then they will start to believe, oh, Trump is old. How many people are out there saying, oh, he's too old, Joe's too old? But a lot of you have grandparents that are in their 90s that are still driving. A lot of you have uncles and aunts and even mothers and fathers that are still active in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. Look at Warren Buffett. Look at Bernie Sanders. Ron Johnson. Chuck Grassley. A lot of these people are in their 80s and 90s, and they're outperforming Joe Biden. 
But yet and still, we're supposed to focus on Trump because Trump is decrepit. No, it's Joe. That's the issue, Joe. Joe should not be in the White House. This is elder abuse. But no one wants to call it out because the party establishment and the media, which in my opinion should be shut down because it's not a true free press, it's a Democrat apparatus, they should be called out and put out to pasture. Now, that leads me to what I want to talk about tonight. Who's going to run for the Democrats if Joe Biden happens to fall, fall to the wayside? Now, last year, there were all these rumors about Gavin Newsom. He was the it boy. The media loved him. He had great hair. He had a great smile. He was polished. Another version of Bill Clinton So they were putting him out there. Even some Republicans were saying, oh, Gavin Newsom, we've got to look out for Gavin Newsom. But after Gavin Newsom debated Ron DeSantis, and people actually saw that Gavin Newsom is another Kamala Harris, looks good, but doesn't sound good when you hear him one-on-one. His name started to peter out. Now, some are saying that he's not going to run because of his latest Uh, what is it? He decided to say that illegal aliens can get free health care in California. It's going to bankrupt the state. Just like every, every other policy that he's putting out there. But he somehow just disappeared. No one is talking about him anymore. Kamala Harris is the vice president. You would think they would talk her up, but they're not. And she even checks all the boxes. She's a woman of color. So why aren't they pushing her out there is taking Joe's place, which was the plan all along. So I'm hearing that Joe would be in for four years and then Kamala would quietly step up and be the contender. But the media sees that she's not ready for prime time. Just like so many other black women aren't ready for prime time in the positions that they're giving them. Look at Claudine Gay. She wasn't ready for prime time. She wasn't accomplished. She was a plagiarist, a serial plagiarist, perhaps an anti-Semite. Look at Fannie Willis in Georgia, the Georgia prosecutor or uh, district attorney who's going after Trump. Everyone was heralding her as being this powerful black woman. She's so grand. She's good. She's going to take down the white man. Now we're finding out that Fannie, whom I like to call Fast Fannie, has a lot of dirty laundry that's slowly starting to spill out. Now, I know you guys saw her on uh, Martin Luther King's day, birthday at a church in Atlanta saying that they're coming after her because she's a black woman. It has nothing to do with them coming after you because you're a black woman. They're coming after you because you're corrupt. You started the fire, and now we have to put it out, just like Claudine Gay. Look at Letitia James here in New York City, the exact same thing. A powerful black woman coming after a white man. And this is how the Democrats have set this up. Because they're trying to sell you something that really doesn't need to be sold. It's all fake. But you see how they're putting these black women up, these white liberals and bougie blacks, to do their dirty work? And the only thing that's going to happen is that it's going to hurt other black women who are accomplished in their field of expertise. Because when they do get a position, people are going to question them and say, 
why is this person there? Were they there because of their qualifications or were they placed there because of their color and gender? And we can just go down the, go down the line. There's just a number of them. Look at Marilyn Mosby, who was, a, I think, the prosecutor in Baltimore, tripped up on her own lies. She's now being – she's now has been indicted and found guilty. Latoya Cantrell, the mayor of New Orleans, completely incompetent. London Breathe, mayor of San Francisco, incompetent. And these are all black women, and, and I hate to say it. Karen Bass, the mayor of L.A., what has she done for L.A.? Absolutely nothing. Melio Browser the mayor of D.C., your Browser, the mayor of D.C., and D.C. has now regained its uh, title as being the number one the murder, murderous place in the world, D.C. Ayanna Presley, Massachusetts representative, what has she done? Absolute, just a loud mouth. Ileana Omar, Jasmine Crockett from Texas, she is the latest flavor of the month, spewing garbage, hateful rhetoric, but she's a black woman, so we have to you know, give her a pass and let her out there. These black women are a disgrace to black women. They are actually a disgrace to women everywhere because they're not accomplished. The only thing they have is a lot of mouth. That's it. That's all they have. And I hate saying that, but it's true. Because if you're accomplished, your works will speak for you. But anytime you've got to go out there and run your mouth and be nasty with it and just talk nonstop, you're meaningless. And of course, we have Cory Booker and Sherrod Golden, although she's been quiet. And remember, we can't forget Val Demons, who was going to try to run to be, uh, I think she's from Florida, wanted to be a black senator. She's just faded away. She was an empty suit. They were all talk, but nothing behind them. Sheila Jackson Lee, she thought she was going to be the next mayor of Houston. She was going to uh, ride in the wave of powerful black women but she fell flat because the people of Houston are tired of high crime that's there. So she didn't make it in. And uh, I tell you, had she done it, there wouldn't have been a change in Houston. She just would have been a figurehead that she's the first black woman to be the mayor of Houston, a large state in the United States. That's it. Nothing else behind it. Maxine Waters from California. We know that she's done absolutely nothing. So I bring all this up. I'm getting to my talk to what I want to talk about. So all these women have – there's nothing significant that they've done to be in these positions other than the fact that they're black women. Nothing else. Even Kamala Harris, as I mentioned, I started the show off saying Kamala Harris. What has she done? Nothing. But just full of word salad. So that brings me closer to my topic. Opened up talking about Trump winning Iowa, Joe Biden being afraid, trying to prosecute him, trying to stop him, indicting him and doing all this other stuff. He has the entire legal apparatus working to take down Trump. But the Democrats are still concerned that even if they're successful in this, can Joe serve another four years? And do they want him? Because you have some Democrats that are coming out saying, I don't know about Joe, even Barack Obama. Barack Obama, the first black president, possibly the first gay president or bisexual president. I know you guys have read that book that they said that he had man fantasies. And it's interesting how that book has just like faded away. No one's talking about it much. But, you know, that's identity politics. That's how the Democrats roll. But speaking along the lines of Barack Obama, sending out his surrogate, David Axelrod, to question Biden's uh, capability in office, 
So why would Barack Obama do that unless he had another plan? What is that? <laughs> Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, yes, the first black first lady. Could it be that they're paving the way for Michelle Obama to take the place of Joe Biden and run for office, be the Democrat candidate? Michelle Obama, who has been out there lately talking again about her fears. We're up against a commercial break. I'm going to take this back up. And I'm going to tell you why I don't think it will be Michelle Obama. You'll listen to After Dark on the America Out Loud platform. I'll be back after this commercial break. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. And folks, I am back after that commercial break. Did you guys listen to the ads that they were playing? Healthy Cell. You got to check it out. Again, you can get all of this on our website, americaoutloud.news. There's a little tab that you can go to for healthcare. You don't want to miss it. Uh, as I mentioned, the, the site has, has improved. It's phenomenal. Go to it. Check it out. You will be amazed at our new site and the things that you could get. So again, check it out. Now back to my topic, Michelle Obama. A lot of people are saying that the Democrats are going to run her as a candidate in 2024. Now, here's my question. What has Michelle Obama done? to deserve that top spot. Granted, she was the first lady, first black first lady. Some could say, well, what did Trump do? He was in office when he came into office. True. But Trump had also put together billion-dollar business deals and reigned over a billion-dollar real estate empire that now the Democrats are trying to steal from him. 
with Letitia James at the forefront, trying to steal away this man's business because they don't like him. And no one is saying anything about it. Now, it's illegal. But the Democrats are trying to make you think it's legal with this fake judge. And speaking of judges, that Judge Kaplan and this Gene Carroll deal, not wanting Trump, not wanting to, uh, what is it, not wanting to give Trump a day off or to stop the court proceedings so that Trump could go to his mother-in-law's funeral. He's like, oh, you can go, go there or you can come to court. How rude, how tacky. I've served on jury duties. And if any of the jurors had to take off and there wasn't a substitute or the substitute had to take off, they would just counsel court that day. It's not going to hurt anything. But see, this judge didn't want to do it because he's acting outside of his purview as a judge. I'm telling you, the fight is on. The fix is in. These people are so corrupt. They are demonizing our justice system. They're selling our justice system. They're making us look like a banana republic. And even Vladimir Putin called it out. And so many other countries are watching this and saying, this is America? You guys are coming, going after your political, Joe Biden is going after his chief political opponent? Simply because you guys want to turn the country over to trans people and all DEI and all this other make-believe stuff that no one is going to adhere to but the United States? Talk about being an isolationist. Oh, my gosh. But I don't want to deviate. I want to go back on Michelle Obama because she would probably push this also. These people are a threat to democracy. They are a threat to our way of life. They are a threat to the world. And we will rule the day if we don't stop them. We will rule the day. Michelle Obama has done absolutely nothing to lead a political party. No, they can pick whomever they choose to. I don't care. It's up to them. But just think about this. Kamala is the VP. They're going to push her out of the way and say, we want Michelle. We're going to anoint Michelle, who's done absolutely nothing but been a mean girl. No, I know that she has sold a lot of people on her travails of life and things she went through with Barack Obama, and she couldn't have a baby, and... Maybe they couldn't have a baby just by, you know, a natural way because he wasn't interested. He just wasn't interested. He just couldn't. He was shooting blanks when it came to her. I'm just being frank here. We have to discuss these things. Some of you might say, oh, this is harsh. No, we have to speak about it. Because the Democrats speak about it. Maybe he was just shooting blanks. Maybe he couldn't get to the point whereby he could, you know, his sperm was engaging with her eggs. I don't know. But the kids were born through IV in vitro fertilization. They have two daughters. So other than Michelle talking about that, other than her talking about being married to Barack and how sometimes she gets mad at him, other than her talking about this country, sometimes I didn't like the country and I went through this and I was told just to, as a growing up, just to stay in my little shadow, stay in my box. Don't make any noise. You can't get into these top schools. This woman went to an Ivy League school. Did she go there on the merit, or did she go there because of diversity and equity? We have to ask the question. Because the way the country is going now, black people can't make it on the merit. We have to give them a leg up. Everyone else is making it. Why can't they make it? Well, maybe it's a trickle-down effect. Maybe because our public school system is so busy teaching these kids everything about sex 
and gender as opposed to reading, writing, and arithmetic. You can go to a lot of our schools and you'll see that they have a huge focus on kids being activists. Why do our kids need to be activists? See, I'm sure a lot of you are completely unaware of it. They have courses about our kids being activists as opposed to learning basic reading and writing. And that's the reason why so many of our kids are behind. That's the reason why Asian kids are like far out front than American kids, because in America, we're too busy trying to be activists, which will get you nowhere, which will not pay the bills. I know some of you said, well, Barack Obama, he was a community organizer. Of, yeah. And in his mind, that was a serious job. But see, this is how Democrats roll. They create all this fake stuff that make you think that it's real. The same way they, they're trying to make us think that Michelle should be the next president, who's done absolutely nothing. I mean, how many terms does she and Barack Obama want? He's already serving a third term with Joe Biden. Granted, Joe Biden isn't always listening to his counsel. And maybe it's because Susan Rice has left the White House. And there's no one there to really steer them in the right direction. But I'm sure they have the plants that are there. But it's not working. So Obama wants Joe out. Because he's afraid that he sees this groundswell with Trump. And that's legitimate. It's a legitimate groundswell behind Trump. People want him there because they know that he will get the job done. And as I've said so many times, I know a lot of you aren't attracted to his style of governing. A lot of you wish he would be quiet sometime. Did you guys watch or hear his speech once he won the Iowa caucus? It was gracious. It was on point. It was like, man, this is, this is a Trump that people need to see. This is a Trump that, that New Yorkers knew before he ran for the presidency, and then the media tried to make you think that he's a bad person. And you notice also how they will like, try to highlight everything that he says and take it out of context, like the whole thing with him saying that he will be a dictator. Now, there was a whole lot more with that, and he was just kidding. Granted, I wish he hadn't said it because I knew the moment he said it, the media was going to run with it. And that's all they talk about. He's going to be a dictator. He's going to kill the gays and the lesbians. And he's going to go after his enemies. And he's going to do this. He's going to put us in a war. He's... But when Trump says the border is broken, if Trump says the country is in dire straits, they won't cover that. Because that's the truth. And they can't spin it. But if he were to say something like a dictator, oh, let's just cover that the same way he did when he said that Mexico is not letting in their brightest. They sought to use that as a weapon of racist. He's racist. Well, let's just be honest here. The people that are coming here illegally, they're not the brightest. Because if they were, they wouldn't be coming here. They would remain in their own country. But instead, they're coming here, busting the seams of our country, sending us to a third world, or making us a third world country. People on the streets, sleeping, raping. Crime, and a lot of the crime is not being committed by them, it's being committed by our own citizens. Because in our large liberal states, the attorney generals have said that, or DAs have said, district attorneys have said that we are not going to go after the crime. So what do you have? You have a huge plethora of individuals, mainly young black Americans, I didn't say African Americans, but blacks, that are behaving unruly. 
doing smash and grab, going in, stealing stuff. Yes, there are a few whites that are doing it, but a majority that we see on the 6 o'clock news at night and 10 o'clock news are black, and it needs to stop. So do you actually think that Michelle Obama is going to stop that? Absolutely not. She's going to tell them, oh, well, no, they're, they're letting out their feelings. They're mad. Mad about what? The Democrats have given them everything that they want. Maybe they should be mad that the Democrats have not told them you need to stop this. Maybe they should be mad that the Democrats have not held them accountable, aren't holding them accountable. Maybe that's why they should be mad. Maybe they should be mad because the Democrats have sold them a bag of goods that they can't deliver. They've made all these empty promises that they've been making since the civil rights movement. Why is it that black people are still asking for basic rights, rights that they actually have, but Democrats are telling them that they don't? Why is that? When a majority of the companies are controlled by Democrats, liberals. Look at this whole thing with DEI that's just completely just blowing up. You now have countries that are quietly shutting down this legal form of racism against white people. They're shutting it down because they see that it's not working. And then the people that they have put in place, like the, uh, what's her name? Uh, Oh gosh, I was talking about her during the the first block. Fannie Willis. And gay, why am I drawing a complete blank here? And I'm looking at my notes. The president of Harvard who's no longer the president of Harvard, Claudine Gay. Why is it that they're now saying that this does not work? Because these are incompetent individuals. You had Facebook, a woman who was hitting hitting their DEI department, stealing. Even Georgetown University, the exact same thing. There's a woman there who went out of her way to say, we're not going to hire black men. I mean, white men. We're not going to hurt white men. Another form of discrimination, another form of racism. So do you think Michelle Obama is going to come in and correct all that? Absolutely not. She would continue that. But again, why would we even consider her as being a candidate? Why would Democrats consider her as being a candidate? Because they're into identity politics. And in their mind, if we put Michelle out there, all these white women that have all this white guilt, They're going to vote for her. And of course, we know black women are going to vote for her because they'll go to the churches and tell black women to vote for her. And you have a huge voting block in the black churches that are being deceived. So they will go along. Yeah, we're going to vote for her. And more than likely, half of them wouldn't get along with her because she's hateful and nasty. Oh, but the preacher said to vote for her, so we're going to vote for her. Why do you think that Fannie Willis went to the black church on Martin Luther King's birthday to plead her case because she knew what better audience to do it than a black church where there are nothing but a lot of black women who will listen to me and they will feel sorry for me. Meanwhile, she's shagging with the black woman's husband. It's because of her that the woman is getting a divorce. And Fanny's coming out attacking another black woman. But see, the media is going to play that down, but I'm not going to play it down. I'm going to call it out. If this is true, Fanny engaged in an illicit, adulterous relationship with a married man, a man who was married to another black sister. You're supposed to be supporting that queen, as they say, and helping her put her crown on. But instead, Fanny was just taking the crown off and trumping it and saying, I'm going to take your husband, by the way. If it's true, it's alleged. 
But from what we see so far from all of the bank statements, this is truthful. This actually happened. And she hasn't denied it. She's just said that the white supremacists, they're coming after her because she's a black woman. No, Fanny, they're coming after you because you're a lie and a cheat. And they would do it to anyone else. So don't think that you and the Claudine Gaze of society should be held to a different standard. No, it's the same standard. Maybe Michelle will call her and will talk to her and say, hey, you guys, let off on her. Let's, let's give her, cut her some slack. Which is what Michelle did with Jesse Samolette. You guys remember Jesse? And the whole Chicago fiasco when he claimed that during the, the stark of winter in uh, Chicago, these MAGA people came out and jumped on him. We knew it was a lie. Everyone knew it was a lie. Even the Democrats knew it was a lie. But they wanted to play it up and make you think that it was the truth. We even had Kamala Harris coming out saying, oh, we have no room for this. And she's yet to retract that statement. She's yet to come out and say that she lied. You know why she's not going to? Because she knows that the average person isn't going to question her on it. They're going to believe the lie. And that's the reason why this is extremely dangerous, the media. Because the media won't call her out and say, Madam Vice President, you said this. Do you you care to correct the record? They won't. The same way they won't go to Michelle and say, Michelle, what do you possibly have to bring to the table to be the president? And folks, they've been talking about her being the president ever since Barack Obama was the president. And I mean, I never understood it. Because I'm like, what has she done? Nothing but just be a black woman. A black woman who happened to be the first black female first lady. The only first lady that I can see who has never reached out to Melania and been gracious or nice And Melania has been nothing but gracious and pleasant toward these hags. Yes, I call them hags. Nothing but gracious. Every time you see her in the midst of them, she's smiling. And that's how they're supposed to be. But Michelle is looking like indifferent, like, oh, who is she? And remember when they had the exchange of power when Trump won in uh, 2016? And when they greeted them at the White House and Melania had a gift that she gave to Michelle and Michelle had this like confused look on her face. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? I guess she forgot that eight years earlier, she did the same thing to Laura Bush. But when it came to Melania, she wanted to jump in and attack her like everyone else has been doing. How nasty of you to do that. Mean girl. Michelle Obama is a mean girl. And then she went out on all the talk shows saying, and Melania gave me this. And I'm like, why is she giving this to me? Because I'm not supposed to take that. And you're not supposed to do this. And she just went on and on and on as opposed to, it was no big deal. I just handed it off to one of the White House staffers and I told them to hold on to this for me. But she couldn't do that. She had to be nasty. And then the getup that she wore that day, some type of burgundy, I think it was a red, uh, I will never forget it. it. It stands out in my mind. It was hideous. Why couldn't she dress appropriately? And she wants to be, oh, they want her to be the president. And remember how she would come off the Air Force One sometimes with these cut-off tattered jean pants, shorts? Is this is supposed to be the, the, the next president? And you can imagine her getting up sometimes, getting off of Air Force One, wearing the infamous bonnet that a lot of people like to wear now. 
and and she would say, oh, well, this is how it is. You know, when you're working hard, you know, we just got to face reality. This is how we look like. No, respect the White House. Respect the office. So do we really want to see that? Her wearing a bonnet, cut up jean shorts, tattered clothes, a house coat, because this is the way it is? I dare not think so. I dare not think so. So again, the question, what has she done to deserve to even be considered president of the United States? I'll tell you what she's done. She's done absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. But just have black skin, and she's a female. And she was married to, or she is married to, Barack Obama, the first black president. And because of that, they think that they're entitled entitled to the office of the presidency. And if we don't get it, we're going to cry racism. I don't think so. I don't think so. Do not be deceived, America. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlaw platform. I'll be back after this brief commercial break. George Washington once encouraged us to animate and encourage each other and show the whole world that a free man contending for liberty on his own ground is superior to any slavish mercenary on earth. That's exactly what we do, as you'll see when you visit AmericaOutloud.news. Now is our time. My fellow Americans, America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Okay, so we are the last half of the show. And I'm just looking through my notes, some of the things I want to talk about. still can't believe I could couldn't remember uh, Claudine Gay's name and i looking at my notes and it's here written on all these different pages. But I guess because I have so much that I wanted to share with you that it just like went right over my head. But you know, that happens. And, and think about it. If I'm having that type of moment that I can't recall the name, just imagine Joe Biden, what he's going through when we see him stepping out on the world stage and he looks confused. And then they want to tell us that, oh my God, he has all this energy and we can't keep up with him. I'm like, are you serious? As Trump said, we have like a nursing home in the White House. 
And the media should be saying he should step down. He should not be there. It is dangerous for the country. But then if they were to do that, who's going to step up? Kamala? She's just as bad. I mean, the woman is completely out of her league. She's not ready for prime time. And this is what happens. This is a clear example as to what happens when we start voting based upon color, race, gender, as opposed to the issues. Now, I know some people will say, well, but we're voting along party lines, because sometimes when you look at the party, their policies closely are in line with what your beliefs are. But this White House, it's just a, it's a circus. It's all about identity politics and who can do what, where, and when based upon gender, color, and race and ethnicity. Biden's entire White House is a circus. It's just, it runs the gamut. And they claim, well, this is America. No, this is not America. You have a man right now, Richard Levin, pretending to be a woman. What percentage of the American population is doing that? Maybe 1% if that. Now, I know that they're trying to push transgender, uh, gender reaffirming care, which is actually child abuse. And it shouldn't be allowed to happen. Those children should be removed from the family. And if we had a legal system that was applying the law, if we had a legal system that was looking after our children, they would get involved and say, we can't allow this to happen. I don't care how many times we say that the president of the American Medical Association says X, Y, Z, he is a radical. He's gay. He's giving gay people a bad name. He should be pushed out of office. He should not be given that title. He shouldn't be there. Because once you get in and you start allowing your ideology, your political ideology, which is against science, to interfere with what you're doing, you're a threat to democracy and you are a danger to democracy. How we allow this to happen here in America is just beyond my realm of thinking. But I will say this. This has been a groundswell that has been taking place all the way back when. It just didn't happen overnight. Okay. This has been in the works for quite some time, having these radicals get into these key positions. And I will submit to you, I will say, look at your children's schools, look at your grandchildren's schools, or your nieces, your nephews, and you'll see that a majority of the staff that is there are woke. They're gays and they're lesbians. And that's dangerous. I'm not saying that they shouldn't work, but when they're there and they're pushing their agenda, it's wrong. How many of you went to school and you knew that your teacher was a lesbian or a gay man? We know that that existed, but they weren't pushing the agenda. We suspected it, but no one ever came out and said it because that was a private matter. Now they want to push it out there and say, this is who I am. You need to accept me. No, we don't. And no, you don't. So do you think actually that Michelle Obama is going to put a stop to that? No, she's not. And you know why? Because she's going to rely on those individuals who are extremely disturbed to vote for her. Yes, I did say it. They are disturbed. And some 20 years ago, we were saying that, and we would try to get them help. But now we've just gotten tired. We're saying, oh, just let them do whatever they want to do. This little boy who's all of five, he says that he's a girl. Really? So if he comes back and says he's a snake, do we start treating him like a snake? Because that's what we're leading to. Oh, I'm non-binary. I don't identify as being a male or female. 
Well, you don't have to identify, but reality, according to the chromosomes, is that if you have XX, you're a woman. If you have XY, you're a man. I don't care how many times you mutilate your body, that doesn't change. So you can call yourself this, you can try to get all dolled up and change yourself, but it doesn't change. And we should not allow these individuals to change their birth certificates or their driver's license and say otherwise. And they should be required... They should be required to make it known that this is their actual gender. And if by chance they commit a crime, they should go to the appropriate prison. Now, we can cart them off and have a special section for those who, who are confused. But at some point, we have to put a stop to this nonsense. And if Donald Trump is going to do it, then we need to put him in office. Michelle Obama is not going to do it. Michelle Obama would cause more division. All the Democrats would call more division. Look at what Joe Biden, Joe Biden ushered this in. There would be a footnote in Joe Biden's byline that he was a president that almost destroyed America if Trump doesn't get it to save us. Because all of his policies, Joe Biden's policies, or lack of policies, have been disastrous. And so you want me to believe that Michelle Obama is going to come in and correct it? No, she won't. She will continue it. And she won't do anything. And she knows she won't have to do anything. You know why? Because they want to destroy America. They feel that America was bad to our ancestors. They enslaved us. Now, I did a story the other day, and I would encourage you all to go look at it. Had on the show a guest, Kerr Ding. I think it's Kirding. He's 30 years old, a Sudanese. He was a slave in Sudan for almost a decade. He was born in 1994. So yes, even then, slavery was going on. And it's going on right now. And a lot of the, I want to say, African countries by Arabs, Muslims, no one wants to call it out. Even in Lebanon, no one wants to call this out. Libya, slavery, no one wants to call it out. They just want to look at America. Oh, America was bad. Oh, look at what they did. Yeah, but slavery has been going on since the beginning of time. It's just so unfortunate that in this, as they call experiment of America, we brought that evil institution here. And I know some of you will say, oh, we got to blame the white man because the white man did it. Oh, we got to blame the Jews because the Jews had to ship in the money. They were going over there and they were getting slaves. We also have to bring, blame the Africans because they weren't going there, they being the white man, and capturing and stealing black people. As many of you want to believe and as many of you think, that wasn't happening. They were going there and they were negotiating with some of the tribes because those tribes had kidnapped or not kidnapped and taken over other tribes through war. So they got them, made them slaves, and then they sold them to the white man for money, guns, or what have you, so that they could defeat the next tribe. So don't fall into this fake narrative that the Democrats are telling you that, oh, the white man went to Africa and they stole us. No, they didn't steal you. You were sold into slavery by other Africans, other Arabs. Let's just be honest. Let's put the whole truth out there because it's not being placed out there. 
So do you think Michelle Obama is going to correct that? Absolutely not. Remember, she and her husband went to Africa and they went to where the slaves were and they were crying and, oh, my God, playing the violin. And this is where it all started. Well, I'm sure that there are other individuals here in America that could do the exact same thing, like Kerding. But life goes on. America is not perfect. No country is perfect. But America is the best place to be. When you were born here, you hit the lottery. Barack Obama and Michelle Obama don't want you to think so because they have hate in their heart. I mean, I'm really completely disappointed in Barack Obama, who has not come out and denounced a lot of the hateful rhetoric that's going on right now in our country. So do you think he's going to allow Michelle to do it? No, he's not. Do you think she'll do it on her own? Absolutely not. Like I said, she'll probably do nothing. She'll just sit there and smile and say that she's the first black woman president. Hopefully that will never come to pass. I doubt it. Seriously, I don't even know if she wants that. I think she wants people to think it. Remember they did the same thing with Oprah Winfrey? Oprah, who had done absolutely nothing but just had a talk show, became a self-made billionaire. But for some reason, everyone, oh, she should be the next president. She should be the next president. For what? What was she going to do? She's too emotional. Yes, I said it. She's too emotional. Remember when she went through that whole trial in Texas over beef and she was crying? I was crying and I was praying and I was this and I was that. It takes a certain type of person to be president. Oprah Winfrey isn't that type of person. Oh, she can be the president of Harpro Studios. That's fine. But to lead a nation, to lead a country, to make decisions? Look at Joe Biden. He's a white man. And look at the mess he's made. Barack Obama, what did he do? Besides give us the rise of ISIS, another terrorist group. And then to give money to Iran, and that's the reason why Iran is right now attacking us and Yemen, and in the oceans, and the media is downplaying it, making you think, oh, they're not doing it, but they are. We're actually in a war. It's just a matter of time before it becomes an all-out war. But they said that Trump was going to take us to war. No, Trump would probably end the war. And that's the reason why we never went to war, because the other world countries, our adversaries, were afraid of him because he didn't play. They say, you got people there now who want to play tiddly wings. They're okay diminishing America's power. What for? If America doesn't have the strength that it needs, these other rogue nations can take over the entire world. You have to have someone with strength that will stop them. Who will it be? There is no other country that's stepping up. What other country is richer than America? Well, China, China wants to take over. China wants to spread communism. And if China comes over and takes over, I want to say to my black brothering, you're up shit's creek because they don't like you. The government, that is. They consider you less, as, less of a human, as, as do some Arab countries. We got to wake up. We have got to wake up. Americans have got to wake up. And this push that Michelle Obama should be the next president, it is completely dangerous because she should not be. And we shouldn't give it any power. Michelle can barely handle probably her own household. 
the president of the United States. Yeah, right. Try being the president of your home. Try taking care of that first. Now, some people are probably saying, oh, you should go there. How could you? I'm just speaking truth to power. Okay. Truth to power. And why is it that we don't see Michelle and Barack Obama together at all? Why is it that they have competing schedules or doing different things? Why don't we ever see them hanging out together? I have an issue with that. Every other, well, I was going to say every other president that's left the White House, we see them together. Together. I mean, we see Hillary and Bill enough, I guess. But I'm sure they were living their own lives. I mean, Hillary, she's still trying to be a relevant figure in politics. I don't, I don't know why you would think that she would just go and fade off like she did when she lost to, was it Barack Obama or uh, Donald Trump? And she went away to the woods and someone found her. It was all set up and staged. But, you know, this, this is how these people think. So if the Democrat feels that they can get Michelle out there and that enough people would vote for her because she's a black woman, and that's what they would run on, trust me. She's a black woman. Anyone says anything about it, we're going to say they're playing the race card. Just imagine her going up and debating Trump. She would play the race card all day long. Oh, well, you did this. Oh, well, this. And you don't like black people. And you don't and it just go, on. well, no, I take that back. She wouldn't debate Trump because they would tell her not to. The same way Joe Biden isn't going to debate Trump. You would think that they would call this out, but you know what they would say to the media? Well, he didn't participate in any of the primary debates with his uh, the people that were running against him. So why should Joe Biden debate Trump? Well, because Joe Biden is supposed to be the president. Joe Biden is supposed to be invincible. Joe Biden shouldn't be afraid. And maybe that's what the Democrat, the Republicans should start saying. Joe Biden is afraid to debate Trump. Put it out there now. I'm putting it out there. It has nothing to do with what well, he was indicted, and I'm not going to give him any credence. No, he's running against you. You should debate him. Plain and simple. Get out of the basement and debate him. Let them shoot you up with vitamin B, C, D, or whatever it is that keeps you going. They're probably giving him marijuana. I bet you anything they're giving him marijuana. Because you know it's supposed to be the panacea for everything. He should have to debate Trump. Michelle Obama, if, she, if they manage to hopscotch her over Kamala, should have to debate Trump. And you know, we did a story about that here on uh, After Dark when we were comparing Michelle and Kamala and we were asking if Michelle was going to hopscotch over Kamala to be the Democrat nominee. I'm sure the Democrats are in the back room and they're discussing every possible scenario. They will play this out up until the convention and then the convention would be the deciding factor. Do not doubt that they're, they're like just all types of scenarios you're thinking about because they know that Joe has him in deep doo-doo and they're afraid. And, and something else I got to mention, you know, this whole Hunter Biden thing and him being indicted and going to court to trial. Uh, he will be pardoned if Joe, and we did a show about this, if Joe doesn't meet his maker. I don't even know if Joe is going to last throughout the summer. The only way uh, Hunter would be uh, not pardoned is if Joe were to die in office. And by the look of things, that's, that's a possibility. 
let's just face it, it's a possibility. When you look at his declining health, his mental capacity, I don't even think he knows what's going on. And if he were to pardon him now, it would be someone in the back office saying to do it. But you know what? Trump becomes president. I could see Trump pardoning Hunter Biden. Maybe we should do, I should do a show on that. I could see it. In order to move the country forward, in order to show that he's not going after his adversaries, these people that have caused hell in his life, I could see him pardoning Hunter Biden. I could even see him pardoning Joe Biden if Joe Biden is impeached and we have the goods on him. I could see that. But as for these others, the 51 intelligent agents who lied about the Hunter Biden laptop, their security clearance should be revoked. I'm surprised it wasn't revoked when Trump was in office. They need to revoke all their security clearance because we now know, per Joe Biden's Department of Justice, that the Hunter Biden laptop was real. As we knew that Russia collusion was a complete witch hunt, as are all these investigations against Trump. Justice has to prevail at some point in time. Someone needs to step in and call all this out in order to put the country back together. But in the meantime, if anyone thinks that Michelle Obama is going to be able to do that, you're dead wrong. She would cause or would bring the country to a civil war. I know that a lot of the media tried to jump on Trump's words when he said that there would be complete bedlam if he's taking off these ballots. It would be complete bedlam if Michelle Obama manages to hopscotch over Kamala Harris and steal the election. People are not going to stand for it. I know that Joe Biden's Department of Justice is scaring a lot of people with their wicked actions and their corruption. But I'm telling you, if we don't get this right, we will be in a civil war. And I've spoken about this on some of our other shows. So Michelle Obama, no way. Don't go there. Stay clear of the Obamas. You've been listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlaw platform. We'll be back tomorrow. I hope you'll join us. Thank you and good night.